welcome to another episode of Practical Magic Musings, Rituals and Wisdom for Your Most Magical Life. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and today's episode is a little impromptu because I had something else planned for you guys, but I've been going on a complete cleaning binge the past few days. It's been crazy with the, we just had this new moon in Leo and I've been staying up all night, all day. I've just been compulsively wanting to clean and purge and just reorganize everything in my house. I've started with my kitchen. If you're watching this on YouTube, we're live in the kitchen. I thought it would be appropriate to record this in the kitchen. Um, however, from this particular angle, it actually doesn't look as clean as it really is here. I feel like because I just have a lot of stuff on my fridge, um, pictures and stuff wise. If you're on YouTube, um, I'm going to cut to some clips so you can see um, some of the work I've done because I'm very proud of it. And I'll show you inside some of my cabinets. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can for sure, um, if you're so interested, uh, head on over to YouTube. But this episode is going to be about... Why do you get the urge to clean at certain times and what it means energetically? So you're going to have two ways you can use this episode. One is going to be to explain and help you understand the energetics of why at certain points. And I'm not talking about like if you're someone that's just a naturally very, very clean person that always has to like clean compulsively. I'm talking about you kind of get these like really overwhelming out of the blues it's almost like your entire being is like we need to clean stuff out we need to clear stuff out we need to throw stuff out we need to reorganize things when we get like overcome with these energetic waves to do that what that means and so like I said you can use this episode in one of two ways you can use it um, to help you understand what's going on energetically when you're in one of those moments Um, and two If you want to inspire one of those moments, you can also utilize it in that way and, um, you know, kind of induce your own cleaning spell with this. You know, one of the episodes I want to do with you guys is, um, is all about what are the most practical things that we already do that are their own spells. Because I really feel like there are so many... You know, so many of the things that I use in my energetic work are really everyday things. And when we use them with intention, when we know the metaphysics behind it, when we know the energy we're working with, they're just that more powerful. Um, So before we dive into this episode, I want to, because I've made it a little bit of habit now, to read you guys the um, a five-star review every time. So I'm going to read the the most recent one that literally just popped up (laughs) from Casey. Cassandra is my go-to for all things in life, biz, magic, and in the kitchen. Thank you for sharing your voice, and I love this podcast. Thank you, Casey, for sharing your review. I appreciate you guys. When you leave five-star reviews, it means the world to me. And like I said, for every 25 five-star reviews we get, I'm going to pick one person to get Um, a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me, which is a pretty amazing bonus. So if you love this podcast, show me a little love, hit five stars, write me a little review. Um, I actually only think I see your name if you write the review as well, just a little caveat. Um, So do that so I can pick you to win. (laughs) All right, without further ado, let us jump in to why do you get the urge to clean and what does it mean metaphysically? What does it mean energetically for you? So 
first things first, let's just cover this. One of the, the first primary things that we do in the practical magic training when um, you sign up for it and you get your pre-work, we do a massive energetic clean out. So we clean out um, all the different rooms of your house. We clean out your electronic rooms. We clean out all the different parts of your life. And the reason that this is the absolute first thing, and I'm very um, incessant about it being the first process that we start is because in order for us to welcome in something new or create space in our life, first we have to clear space. So I induce <laughs> a cleaning spell, a clearing out spell with the training as the first thing to kind of make way for this massive up-leveling, this massive initiation. So if we think of it that way, we can also feel that happen naturally in our lives, right? So your soul, your, um, your body has an intuition about when things are about to happen. And, you know, if you ask a lot of people that um, are moms, right, I've heard a lot of my girlfriends say this, that in the very early stages of pregnancy or perhaps even before they officially knew they were pregnant, they had a real nesting spell. Like all of a sudden, they had to rearrange the, the house, they had to move things around. This often, you know, your body energetically knows it's preparing for this new visitor in your life. Right, And also, I truly believe intuitively knows that you're not going to have time to do that stuff when the kid arrives. And similar, there's a lot of things in our life, not just babies, that bring on that, that spell, right? Um, so think about, for me, when it comes on, sometimes it'll be, you know, a new work project that's coming on. Right? So right before I'm going to dive into writing a book, right before I'm going to dive into perhaps having to travel somewhere to do a speaking engagement or to film something, right before I'm about to get a, a whole wave of new clients, energetically, a lot of times I wouldn't even have to consciously do it. Energetically, I will know that, all right, it's like I start cleaning, right? And I'm like, I'm doing all this because... Again, intuitively, I know that something's about to happen that I'm going to want to have this cleaned for, right? So on one hand, it's like, yeah, you're going to want to have your house cleaned when, you know, the baby comes, when you're writing a book, when you're traveling and working on a big project, when um, you meet your partner, right? Um, and so intuitively, you'll know that and energetically, you'll be compelled to do it. And the, the other aspect of that, right, is that there is, so the, the practical, let's break it down to practical magic, right? So that's the practical part of it. The practical part is that, well, you're going to want it to be clean when the partner gets there, when your family surprise visits you, when your baby comes, when you're traveling for three weeks, when you're working nonstop on a book, you're just practically going to want your space to be clean. Magically, you're energetically clearing space. Every single object, whether it's, you know, this cup, this glass, whether it's this index card, every single object in your home holds energy. And so instinctively, intuitively, when we're ready to welcome in a new chapter, we want to clear out the old. We want to get rid of any of the stagnant energy that no longer belongs in our house that 
maybe is blocking something from coming and we want to release it. Maybe after you've gone through a breakup or you're going through a big life transition or you're releasing some some trauma or some stories, right? A lot of times when we're doing this deep spiritual work and really showing up, when we're looking at our fears, when we're looking at our trauma, when we're clearing things out, when we're busting through limiting beliefs, when we're transcending to different ways of being, to showing up for ourselves in a whole new different way, our environment needs to shift to match. Our environment needs to up-level its vibration to now be in tune with our vibration. And when those vibrations are out of whack, right? So if you're, let's just for the sake, we're going to put numbers to it. If you're vibrating at an 11, right? And you're, you're, you were maybe formally at an 8 and your apartment or your house was vibrating at an 8, now you're vibrating at an 11 because you've done a lot of work, you're clearing, you're moving into a new frontier, your house is still vibrating at 8, it's almost going to feel painful. In fact, that's a lot of what was going on recently for me where I was feeling uncomfortable in my apartment. And for those of you who have followed me for years, you know I love my apartment. I have like a really nice, spacious, bright, light, one bedroom in Santa Monica that's perfect for me. And I've been here for a few years now. And it literally was a whole other episode on manifesting your dream place, but this is my was my dream place when I moved in. And it's really been that for the past few years. And recently I was really feeling the vibrational discrepancy. I was really feeling, wow, I don't feel like my home is vibrationally aligned anymore to where I am. And now I wasn't necessarily consciously doing anything about it, you know. I, it was an idea in my mind, and I was like, okay, are there things I could do to upgrade it? I got a new couch, and, you know, I upgraded some of the furniture in the living room. Um, and there were, like, little tweaks I made that made me happier. I, I asked myself, okay, and this is, again, something you can do. I asked myself, are there any specific big pieces of furniture? Are there any specific things that really, really are out of alignment for me right now? They really don't feel good. So when I say out of alignment, you might be like, how can I be out of alignment with a chair? Well, you can be out of alignment with a chair. You can be out of alignment literally with, I could be out of alignment with this mason jar glass that I, I have right now. I'm not. I like this mason jar glass. But if I had, but if energetically, I didn't like a mason, I love mason jar glasses, right? Which might seem like a, a nonsensical thing to mention, but because I actually love mason jar glasses, this brings me joy. I love, you know, pouring my, my sparkling water as is in my mason jar glass. That makes me happy. I actually save a lot of mason jars and, and different, like I save my coconut oil um, glass jar afterwards, and I use them all as cups because I love it. One, I, I just like to reuse the glass, and also it just makes me happy. Now, someone else could be completely out of alignment with a mason jar. They could look at that and be like, ooh, that like makes me feel poor or I think it's ugly or whatever, right? And, and they could not, need, not want that in their house, right? Because it's not in alignment with them because it doesn't bring them joy. So if let's say if you're looking at the pillows on your couch and they don't make you happy, and you don't like them. And they not only don't bring you joy, right? It's amazing. And as many of the things in your house, I hope, bring you joy. When you look at 
like your plants or your books or the pictures that you hang on the wall, you want to have a feeling of joy. And at the very least, you want to have a feeling of contentment, right? So that's really the bar. You should at least have contentment, you know? I might not look at, you can <laughs> see if you guys are watching this on YouTube, I have a little, um, what is it, like a, some magic bullet blender. <laughs> Um, when I look at it aesthetically, it doesn't bring me joy. Um, it brings me contentment, though, because I know that it makes my life so much easier in the morning when I'm trying to make a quick smoothie um, on the go. So, so, so it's okay. It's in alignment, right? And and so noticing those things. So anyway, when I first noticed that when I was out of vibrational alignment, something you can do is look at the big things in your house. Can you upgrade them? So I upgraded my couch because my couch was really out of alignment. I had gotten Carl, my little um, adopted Yorkie, about a year and a few months ago now. And Carl pretty much destroyed that beige couch. <laughs> and I had been waiting to buy a new one because I couldn't really figure out how to get him to not destroy whatever I was going to buy. And so I finally decided I needed to just buy a new couch and tell him he couldn't be on it. Um, and I bet as I, let's see, is he on it? I don't know. It sounds like, I bet as I look over right now, he's probably on the couch while I'm talking in the living room. But, um, but anyway, when I got the new couch, it, it made me feel better in that room. And that's what you're going for. You want to be in energetic alignment with your surroundings or... You even want your surroundings to lift you vibrationally. And now we're going to a whole different level, right? But when I wake up, and I'm sure you can relate to this, if you wake up and everything is nice and organized and everything is nice and clean, like the morning you wake up, let's say after cleaning day, or if you have a house cleaner or whatever, the, the morning you wake up and your house is clean, when you look around, you're like, oh, right? It's a vibrational upgrade because your cocoon your energetic cocoon, your home is your sanctuary. And when your sanctuary raises your vibration, when your sanctuary holds you to a higher vibration, right, then you start showing up as a higher vibration. My, I mean, this is a little, a little diatribe, but um, for most of my adult life, I always lived in apartments that were a little bit nicer than I thought I could afford. And that's not the case currently because I've been in my place for um, a few years and it's rent controlled. <laughs> um, so I'm definitely living below my means right now. And But I still really love the apartment. So we're, we're working on that. But, you know, I would live in a place that I thought was really beautiful that was maybe just like a teeny bit more expensive than I was originally hoping to pay. But I would wake up and I would feel so abundant in the space. And it would make me feel so happy that I just naturally rose to that vibration and paying for it became nothing. Um, this is not my endorsement for you to, you know, go into debt or, or put yourself in a bad situation. But within reason, pushing that limits for a place that really raises you vibrationally, that makes you feel abundant and joyous and just like grateful when you open your eyes and you're like oh my god this beautiful apartment that I love or this living in the my favorite part of town where I can wake up and walk to my favorite shops and meet up with my friends those little things really do matter so to bring it back to our original topic <laughs> you know we get the urge to clean sometimes or to, to organize, to throw stuff out when we've upgraded vibrationally and now we need our environment to match it. 
because then we'll feel in harmony, then we'll feel in peace, then we feel good once again in our sanctuary, which is a very, very important thing. Um, we all have different energetic um, recharging type. Some people really recharge with other people. I really recharge by myself. And But regardless if you recharge alone or by yourself, your home is your recharging portal. It is literally the place you go to plug in, recharge your batteries, recalibrate. It needs to be a safe zone. It needs to be a clean, clear, open energy space for you. And so one of the things that we're naturally inclined and compelled to do is to clear it energetically. And we will naturally have different cycles where we want to spend more time doing that. So around a new moon or a full moon are very common times to feel the urge to purge. <laughs> I wanted to title the podcast, The Urge to Purge, but I thought people might misunderstand that. I'm talking about purging your cabinets and throwing out stuff you don't like. Um, but so this one was just a new moon, but a full moon or new moon, full moon really represents the releasing and the letting go. So a lot of times during a full moon, you will have that urge to Marie Kondo your closet and throw out all those sweaters you haven't worn or get rid of that painting from your ex-boyfriend or, you know, whatever it is. You'll have that that urge to, you know, maybe clean out your fridge if you're, you know, wanting to do that. And a new moon can also bring on that urge for a similar reason. With the full moon, where we focus on releasing a lot of stuff. But on the new moon, you, you're starting something fresh. Right? So if you're launching a project, like I launched this uh, Practical Magic Musings, now you might be like, how is Practical Magic Musings connected to you cleaning your kitchen? Well, it's energy. Everything is energy. The energy that I'm giving you by doing this podcast, right? the energy that I'm putting forth into the world and the energy that I'm holding in my space from birthing this project from my heart is it had to come from... like. I needed the space to hold it, right? So let's say, for instance, energetically, your relationships hold up energy, your your creative projects hold up energy, um, your fo- anything that's getting your focus and attention holds up energy, right? So when you launch a new project, whether that's a new sewing hobby, whether that's a podcast, whether that's writing a book, whether that's playing on a group volleyball team, um, whether that's dating someone new, or um, whether it's even, you know, just trying to make a, a friend, right? We need energetic space so that we can be a bigger container to hold it all. And that's one of the biggest things I, I talk about with the, my one-on-one clients and in, in the Practical Magic training is that so often we, we're great manifestors, right? We bring amazing things into our lives often, you know? The problem is that we're great at getting the flowers, so to speak, the things that we manifest. We're not great at expanding our vase. So we're trying to put, you know, three dozen roses in my little mason jar thing, and then we're wondering why we end up losing two dozen of them and we can't hold on to it. And we're like, oh, well, I had, I, you know, I had everything going. I had, you know, my fitness and a guy and the the friendships and my business. I had everything going for like two weeks, and it all went to shit. And we wonder why. It's because 
you're great at calling it in. You can call it in. You're a magnet. But if you haven't created the space energetically to hold it, you won't maintain it. I mean, that's the, you know, the whole reason behind the practical magic training. And a lot of the stuff that you'll notice is a theme on this podcast as well, is that, you know, you will naturally, it goes back to the magical reason where, you know, when you're about to have a baby or about to engage in a more serious partnership or about to take a new job or about to start a new project or about to go on a trip, right? When something's about to happen that's going to take up a large amount of your energy or your time, the the practical is like, yeah, it'd be great to have a clean house for a while that goes on. And then the magical is like, okay, we need to clear some massive energy right now. We need to make some massive energetic space so that we can welcome this into our container so that we can hold it and it can find a comfy home in our container because there's so much space. And so oftentimes when we think about energy and we think about, oh, I want, I'm going to add a new project to my plate or I'm going to have a baby or I'm gonna, whatever, um, we, we think on a more linear term and we'll be like, all right, well, if I have seven projects going on right now and I want to add this other one, maybe I should find one to release which is a very logical, linear way of looking at it. And it's not wrong because all of those seven projects hold energy as well. So if you release one in order to welcome in another, um, that can help for sure. But also, it's energy, it's energy is not linear like that, where you could have seven projects going. And if you welcome, need to welcome an eight, you might purge a lot of stuff from your closet. You might might completely, you know, decide you might decide to get rid of some old bicycles you're holding on to. You might clean out your inbox, right? Um, everything is energy. And so when you're clearing out energetically, you're really making that space. And you know it. And so so that's kind of what, what what's going on, right? And when you get those urges, it's because we are drawn. When we allow ourselves to be in the flow, when we allow ourselves to not have resistance, when we honor our urges, like this weekend when I've just been cleaning kind of like a maniac, it wasn't because in my head I was like, you have to clean the house this weekend. Absolutely not. In fact, I was hoping to kind of, you know, record like 20 different podcasts this weekend for you guys. But, you know, and I had to stop myself from cleaning to be like, you know, let's record a podcast about cleaning because I bet a lot of other people have had this urge or are having this urge right now, um, which is why I think it'll be particularly cool to get this out there to anyone who is actually cleaning this weekend um, and want to listen to it. And so the... The second half or the flip side of this is that if you're ready to manifest something in your life, if you're ready to call in something big, then a really great preemptive universal gesture is to do a massive cleaning. And cleaning is one of the most practical magic spells, right? Because you're literally creating an energetic opening to call in the thing that you're ready to call in. So how do you clean with intention, right? That could be another, maybe that could be another book, cleaning with intention. 
maybe not. I really don't have a desire to write about cleaning. Um, but it would be in my, it would be in a book about energy for sure. Will be. Um, this will definitely make my next book because it's a huge part. It's the, the kickoff, right, of the training. And so, okay, so cleaning with intention. So let's say you're ready to manifest something. You want to manifest, let's say for, we'll do two scenarios. We'll do a romantic manifestation and a financial manifestation. So let's say you're ready to call in a romantic manifestation. Now, one of the things I would ask myself, if you want to get really specific with your cleaning, so you're setting the intention when you clean your house and you can have a more sacred cleaning experience. For instance, when I'm cleaning, I'm saging, I'm using Palo Santo. Um, I usually will light an intention candle. I'm setting the intention, right? I have a really clear intention as to why I'm cleaning right now. And it actually came to me um, last week in a meditation, this idea and, and then this urge kind of followed it. I got the kind of logistical cue of like, okay, if I'm ready to manifest that, then I should probably clean my house. Um, I should probably like throw out some stuff and like, you know, um, and get that energy going. And then the natural urge emerged as well, which you'll find if you're open and you're listening intuitively to what going what's going on that does happen. So let's say you're like, all right, Cass, I'm not feeling the urge, I'm not feeling... Um, incredibly compelled but I'm I'm fascinated I'm interested because of this podcast and so now you're open to thinking about what um what you know what you want to manifest and let's say you want to manifest your romantic partner okay we'll start with that example so you're setting that intention and so let's say what I would what I would you know basic candle ritual to get you going first things first I would sage and clear out, you know, any stagnant energy, any, you know, any icky energy in your, um, in your whole place. Um, you're going to start in the bedroom. So you might want to start there. Of course, if you're looking in, uh, you want to think of the rooms in your house as symbols of the different rooms in your life. And just like while I said, things are not so linear with energy. So cleaning out your living room or cleaning out your kitchen is also going to help you call in that romantic partner. The center for that partner, the nucleus, let's say, energetically, symbolically would be your bedroom. So you'd want to start there. You'd want to sage everything. You'd want to Palo Santo, um, follow it up. And, and if you don't have either of those tools, you can simply, I mean, you could even get, um, you could even get like a spray water bottle or an aromatherapy mist and, and just set the intention as you're spraying it. I'm cleaning and clearing any stagnant energy. Uh, open up the windows so the energy has space to leave. I'm clearing any energy that's no longer serving me. Right, and you just keep on repeating that energetically. You can move the energy out on your own. It just so happens those allies are powerful and, um, you know, very ancient tools to do that with. And then, if you'd like to even take it a step further and really intentionally clean, find a candle to light that symbolizes what you're calling in. So maybe pick a beautiful pink or red candle um, for that romantic interest. Light that. 
And again, um, just interchangeably, let's say it's money. You might want to do it in your office or if you don't have an office, the living room, right? Um, and do the same thing. Clear it and then light a green candle, right? And set that intention. And when you're lighting that candle, you just want to be really clear. You know, I'm ready to call in X, Y, and Z. And I'm cleaning and help me clean and clear any energy in my physical, emotional, or spiritual space that needs to be moved in order to call that in for both of our highest good. And you light that candle and then you get to cleaning. And you can put on some nice mantra music or some solfagio frequencies or you can put on Beyonce, you know, have fun with it. I love listening to audiobooks while I clean. Um, you know, have, yeah, I think I've already been through two audiobooks right now. <laughs> Um, and they're both, they're both differently. I was listening to one from, uh, Dr. Perricone last night, and then I was listening to Gary V. Crush it again today. I listened to Carolyn Meese, The Energy Anatomy. Um, you know, I love listening to audio. So, so make it fun for yourself. And then start going through the room and little by little cleaning. And, and throwing out stuff that doesn't, you know, doesn't feel in alignment, that's not vibrationally aligned anymore. You know, if, you're, if you're calling in something specific, so for instance, if you're calling in that romantic partner, really looking at your bedroom and asking yourself, is this bedroom ready for my soulmate? Is this house ready for my soulmate, right? Um, and it's not in a like judgy, like, am I good enough kind of way. It's like, do I feel like this place is equipped for my person? here, right? You know, so it's little things like making sure you have bedside tables on both sides, making sure you have, you know, reasonable, like a reasonable uh, sheet set and pillows that are nice and someone's going to want to sleep on, right? Oftentimes when it's just us, we'll like make some, you know, we'll get by with certain things that if we had a partner, we wouldn't, right? Is you know, maybe if uh, I had a partner, my laundry wouldn't be tossed in a pile in a corner. Maybe I just get a hamper and put it in a nice, you know, a nice area of the room or whatnot. Really looking through those lenses of if you knew that this thing was happening tomorrow, how would you want your space to be to hold it? So similarly with the career thing or the money stuff, maybe you're like, well, if I'm a million dollar business owner, then what does my office look like? Am I going to still have this, you know, janky desk organizer? <laughs> Am I going to have all these like gats of things on my desk or do I envision myself with a really clean sleek desk, right? Um, do I really like, do I like this picture here or, or, you know, would I put a different picture or is it, or sometimes maybe there's no pictures and you're like, oh, actually I want, I want some art on the walls or something, Right. So again, looking with those eyes, cleaning with intention, purging with intention, getting rid of the things that don't bring you joy, getting the things that aren't in vibrational alignment is a beautiful way to say, hey, I'm ready to bring in the next thing. And, you know, like I said, um, oftentimes when we're tuned in, when we're listening to our intuition, you know, the universe, God, source, our soul, our, you know, our inner being leads us in that direction. And you'll start noticing it by, um, by feeling a little bit more compelled to clean. 
And like I said, it's it's really a beautiful thing when we're able to drop into our intuition that way. And if you haven't listened to the last episode all about intuition, go do that because that actually plays a part in this as well, right? It's you're allowing yourself to be led. And that's why I love it when I get these, you know, I don't know, I have an idea of what could be coming, which is why I have this urge to clean so much. Um, but but also it could completely surprise me. And regardless of, you know, what you're calling in or what's about to come that you're energetically preparing for, it's so, it's so healing and such a beautiful thing you can do for yourself to really clean and and purge out things in your physical space that aren't serving you anymore. It's one of the most healing things you can do. Um, so especially if you're listening to this and you've been drawn and you've been thinking about cleaning and you've been like, oh, you know, just make the time and do it. There is a time and a purpose for everything. So going back to that trusting your intuition um, and the episode I was meant to record today, which I might record later, was all about how to retrust your intuition, how to regain that trust when you feel like you've been wrong because I thought it'd be a good follow-up to the last episode on intuition. But, but it, you know, it kind of weaves in with this where when you really trust your intuition – like for instance, right now, this weekend, I, I have all of this exciting, you know, creative ideas, this plan for some business stuff that's going on around this podcast and just around overall um, stuff in my brand and things we're moving. And I'm trusting the overwhelming urge to clean and purge because I feel so intuitively guided there because I feel so compelled. So While, yes, if you have some time on your hands and you're feeling inspired and you want to clean because you want to set the intention and welcome something in, that's great. Um, What this podcast is mostly about and what's really important is listening to your intuition and trusting your intuition when we get that urge, when we feel compelled, when we feel drawn to do something like a massive purging or a massive cleaning because oftentimes – When we're too in our practical mind and not acknowledging the magic of life and not trusting in the synchronicities and not trusting in our intuition and not trusting that we are being guided, that's when you say, oh, but I don't have time to do that. I have to run errands or I don't have time to do that because I should be answering my emails instead or I don't have time to do that, whatever. You need to honor the the compulsion. You need to honor the fact that you're being magnetized to do this right now and it's for a reason it's because you're you know let's say your quote-unquote small mind is thinking okay do I have time to clean or should I be you know answering these business emails right and so of course there are some times where you have to you have to handle the things you have to handle (laughs) but I'm just saying like in this case where it's the weekend where I could be socializing or I could be you know working on some other thing for my business I am prioritizing the cleaning because I feel how magnetized I am from an intuitive level to it. And I trust and I know and I understand and the reason why I'm recording this podcast is to share this with all of you as well, that there is so much magic going on behind the scenes. There is so much behind the curtain 
when you are feeling compelled to get rid of things in your life, when you're feeling compelled to reorganize things in your life. And when we trust that, oh my gosh, that's when the floodgates open. That's when, you know, that amazing thing happens out of the blue. I'll never forget my first time like doing a thorough, thorough purge a few years ago. It was my East Village apartment. I decided to dedicate an entire weekend. I had the teeniest East Village apartment, (laughs) teeny tiny, and literally purged probably like 22 like big black garbage bags worth of stuff and um, like donations to the Salvation Army and um, selling things to, you know, selling books to use bookstores and, and, and all the things. Like, got the amount of stuff that I released from this apartment, it was mind-boggling. Mind-boggling that it was even in the apartment, that it even fit in the apartment. And while that happened, I remember I wasn't at my computer. I was just doing it. It was a weekend, you know, whatever. And I had I had two interviews. I think one, I know one was from the Huffington Post. The other one from was from another awesome blog thing that's uh, escaping me right now. I had three new client inquiries just that weekend, right? And not too much longer after that, I, I you know, got the message to move to California. But when I was purging, when I was cleaning, I didn't, I wasn't setting the intention to get more clients or setting the intention to get an interview or something like that um, and be featured in the Huffington Post. I It was completely out of my realm of, of consciousness that I could be moving to LA or anything like that. I just honored this urge right? And and then so much came out of it. And I can't even tell you the stories I have from the girls in Practical Magic when they, um, when I, when I uh, kind of forced them to do this, to clear the energy is incredible. Um, and then the, the, um, oh, I was going to give you, oh yeah. So uh, another example of honoring when you have these like compulsions is when I was finishing up Eat With Intention, I hit a roadblock, I think after the, like it was the last three chapters I had to write. And I was just like, I felt like, I mean, if for anyone who's ever written a book, you understand, you get to this place where you feel like completely creatively drained. You feel exhausted. You've read your own words so many times, your eyes are crossing. And you literally feel like if you were a sponge, someone squeezed every this drip out of you. So I was feeling at that moment, I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to get these last two chapters and how am I going to do it? And it was about, it was like 2 a.m. at the point. I was just staying up all night. I was, I, I tend to write late when I'm um, in creative flow. So I honor that when I'm book writing. And um, it was 2 a.m. And I'm writing in um, this area of my living room that is like my office area. And I just, I just get this overwhelming urge to move my desk to my bedroom, to completely reorganize my bedroom make a little space, move my desk to this one specific wall in my bedroom, and then organize all of these candles around it. So literally at 2 a.m., I'm cleaning, I'm moving and reorganizing my whole bedroom. I'm cleaning and reorganizing my whole desk. I'm taking everything off of it, all of the things. I'm moving my desk into this other room. I'm resetting it up now with this vision that I had with all the candles everywhere. By 3 a.m., it's all done. 
and I stay up until the morning and I finish the whole book that night. And that's I perhaps probably like the most, the biggest uh, testimonial I can give you to honor those intuitive urges to clean, to reorganize, to move furniture because it matters, right? For whatever reason, the rest of that book needed to be born in my bedroom with that specific arrangement and and the energy there was what I needed and whatever energy was in that current space was blocking my flow and it could have been simply the fact that I had spent so much time already in that one space that I needed almost like I needed an energetic clearing and an opening to let the rest of the book fall through because that I like drained that space (laughs) already um and the truth is it doesn't matter exactly why what matters is that you get the urge, you you have the inkling, and you honor it, you know, and it's all of those times, especially, you know, this particular episode is about the cleaning and the organizing and the moving things around and purging and uh, of, of garbage and, and things you do, that aren't aligned anymore, but... Um, but of course, that goes for everything, right? It's when we actually show up to those urges, we move around our calendar a little bit, and we say, hey, you know, maybe it's not the most glamorous thing. If you guys are watching me on YouTube, I have my hair up, and uh, if you guys are on the podcast, you can't see this. Like, I'm not, wearing, <laughs> I'm not wearing makeup. My hair is in like a crazy bun at the top of my head. <clears throat> I put on a gold headband for the video, so to try to make it a little bit better. And I'm wearing a sundress. It's like a little comfy house dress because I've been cleaning all day. Um, it's not the most glamorous way to spend my weekend. I'm not probably going to go out tonight unless maybe I meet up with someone local and grab dinner. And I look forward to spending the rest of the night cleaning because that is what's being energetically called of me. And I know and I trust and my intuition enough to know that it's serving a purpose. And there is, like I said, there is so much magic and energy shifting below the surface when you are honoring these intuitive nudges, when you when you get that hit that says, get that chair out of here. And you're like, what? I, I was okay with that chair like last week and like this week, that chair is bothering me every single day. Get rid of that chair. Get a new chair. I'm not saying you have to spend thousands of dollars on all this stuff, right? It could You could literally get another chair on Craigslist that you just happen to like, right? And get rid of that other one. Because everything is energy. And so we might not always intellectually understand why something needs to be purged. But we will feel, we'll feel it, that it needs to go. And so it's important to honor that, right? Um, And and similarly, you know, like I said, this extends to any area of your life. But um, this podcast, particular podcast episode... Um, is really a PSA to listen to your intuition, to honor the urge um, when it comes up, and to realize that it's actually a very sacred, ceremonious gesture to clear space, to open space, to um, reorganize and 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 clean and clear and create space in your sanctuary, in your recharging portal. Your your body is your temple um, for your soul, but your home is the temple for your physical body as well as your soul, of course, right? Um, and so we need to treat our homes like temples. They, they are sacred ground for us. They are very, very, very important. And they will tell us, right? Like 
our intuition and our home, they'll tell us when things need to be shifted. And they just tell us by us not feeling good in a room anymore, by us, you know, feeling a particular repulsion to a certain item by us just feeling that urge to clean and to reorganize. So I hope that you listen. I hope that this episode was interesting and inspiring and maybe gave you a new take on on the sacred ceremony and ritual that is cleaning and reorganizing and, and purging of things in your home. And I would love to hear from you in the comments. Let me know. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, if you want more episodes like this where I decode the practical magic meaning of everyday activities and their sacredness and all the magic going on behind the scenes. And of course, if you get inspired to clean from this episode, please tag me. Tag me in your stories and your pictures on Instagram so I can see them, so I can repost them, so I can share the love. If you'd like to join, um, my Appreciate community. It's an online spiritual community. You can do that at appreciate.com to stay connected to your intuition on the reg, um, as well as get my Practical Magic 101 workshop for free at thepracticalmagictraining.com slash workshop. That link's also available in the details of this episode, as well as if you like this episode, please subscribe. If you're on YouTube, please give me a thumbs up, leave a comment, let me know why you liked it, what's important to you so I can make sure I create content that you love. And if you are on iTunes, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a five-star review and let me know um, why you love the podcast and what you'd like to see more of on it. It means the world to me. Until next time, happy cleaning and happy magic making.